Fucking be Arthur, man. If you You're still alive? Uh, no. Be Ar- I, well, I don't know. I, you have to Google it. Yeah, like I said the other night, Carol Channing was dead all that time, and then when she actually died, that's when I thought she was alive. Oh my God, B. Arthur's been dead for over a decade. <laughs> <laughs> of you that are joining us for the first time this is icon or Wycon, the show where we break down your favorite film franchises and universes one movie at a time my name is andrew david sotomayor i am here with cj laroche the long lost son played by a very sexy aussie actor to my aging new york cop cj how you feel i'm good i'm good andrew thank you so much until the end i was actually going to ask you to run that again because you stumbled a little bit at the top, but after being called a sexy Australian actor, I think I need to just leave it, leave it right where it is, accept the flaws in your delivery for uh, what was ultimately uh, a stuck landing. I really not, turned it around at the end there, didn't I? I really turned it around. You, you really did. Uh, <sighs> not, unlike, not unlike the movie that we're going to be discussing today. Hot take, really? No, 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 no. this not movie actually, this movie starts this movie out, sucks. oh my God, sucks. it's, it's so bad. It kind of, and it kind of starts out like modestly offensive to like what's worse. happening and, and then it gets what's worse. What's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's yeah, happening? Yeah, yeah. Who are these people? Like, yo, I mean, how, how many talented people and how much money can you have in the room and still not nail it? Like... I mean, uh, it's it's shaky cam. It was a ninety-minute dry zoom shots, dry, dry. The, r- rumor has it there's audio from Die Hard Four in it. I mean, I would believe it. It didn't make any sense. I I, I just uh, all right. You know, let's we have to okay because what I don't want this whole thing to turn into forty minutes of lamenting. Should we start over? No, 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 no. I think we can continue from where we're at. Just like refocus the conversation because like I don't want to edit out our misery. I think our misery is genuine and I think it's important. But like let's just refocus. So like they thought they were making a Mission Impossible film. Yeah? I think think they Uh, thought they were making a Mission Impossible film. Well, there was – in the beginning, there was a rumor too that um, it was called – it was being shot under the, the working title Die Hard 24-7 and supposedly it was like Jack Bauer was going to show up and then I, it – I can't, I can't even – I can only deal with what was handed to me and what was okay. handed to me was a convoluted mess of storyline and sequences where the catalyst – is my hero making a mistake? Your whole movie is my hero making a mistake. And then he tries right. to write this mistake. And through right. the attempt to writing this mistake, we discover that he has been a worse father than the last movie would have us believe. Super yeah. absent, super disinterested in his children's lives. And yeah. it's like – I didn't, and, I didn't and because know he's a he was... spy, because he's a spy too. Like he, what, what, 
what child doesn't tell their at least their mother? Hey, I work for the CIA. Yeah, how did they not know he's in the CIA? How did they not? How do they not know? Because movie. Because movie. Because movie. So I wrote at minute thirteen. I wrote in my notes, and I wrote it was minute thirteen specifically because I wanted to see if this note would write itself. And I wrote very confusing introduction to the plot. CJ, I never got a correction to that. I actually no. got more and more confused, and then and then he's hanging off of a helicopter, and I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, it it it's something with this plot is so convoluted. This the it, it, uh, it's you know there's an interview with Bruce Willis where he's talking about Die Hard Four mm-hmm. and like like an original idea for the script where it was Bruce and his son or John McClane and and his son, and, and Bruce Willis said, yeah, just it just kind of got top heavy with the the father son relationship. And so they were just like, okay, Bruce, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's make that movie in Dire okay. Five. Well, I, I mean, I like I like the idea that him and his son are like doing a tag team thing. But getting there, like the setup for it, is so not consistent with the characters. Well, and who are the characters? I have no idea anything right. that it, happens. And this they, is they, John McClane by name only. Yeah, and they manufacture these scenes for them to have intimate moments. There's like a couple of these intimate moments, and I get so close to being on board each time, and I never really get there. Um, going along with that, the scene where they're like trying to have like a father to father moment. Uh, you're you're, uh, you're, you're uh, the guy's name, the the villain's name, and I can't even remember it. Gar- uh, yeah don't do, it. Right. Don't, don't do it just look it up just look it up right right his name yeah that guy yuri so when john mcclain and him are having a scene together and they're talking about being a father and and you know how, how like they're trying to like learn from each other and like it kind of gets sincere and i'm like i i just though i don't really after four movies know enough about John McClane's life as a father for this to land with me. I also just met you. Uh, also just met the son. So I have no idea how broken he is. And then right while I'm trying to wrap my mind around what's happening, Jai Courtney comes by and I was just like, Oh God. And, and, and we're going to have him overhear this. Like it, it's, I was like, ugh. and those scenes only get worse. Like they do two more of them and they only get worse. I will say this to give a positive spin on things. I they were really feeling that R rating and they went for it. They bit down on it and there is some violence and there's some action and there's some crazy sequences. Again, the flip of that, John McClane actually assaults a civilian and steals his car in this movie. He does and he and and he drives over cars with people in them. Yeah. Just just right? like, so he just doesn't give a fuck anymore about people's safety. Drives off of a bridge. His own safety, he answers his daughter's phone call. It's so weird. It's so weird. Also, and, did, and you don't clock, tell, did you Did you clock what the ringtone was? Yeah, of course, yes. Uh, and I'm uh, yeah, and you hate that. And uh, I was I uh, that was one of the moments where I was actually like, ha, die hard. So stupid. But don't tell me that that Mercedes Range Rover that he's in could stand up to that tank that like Come on! No, it was oh, stupid. And when, and when the tank when the tank blows up the, the you know fires the rocket launcher at him and he flips how many times and he gets out you know and walks away. 
It was so dumb. It was so dumb. And then what is the scene of Jack giving somebody the finger? Like when he's in the car and he's flipping around, he's like giving giving the bad guy the finger. There's like the the stupid slow motion when the cars are spinning and they look at each Jack and John look at each other. I just and the way the thing was shot with all the handhelds and it's like, dude, you're making a diehard movie. It's not that's not this. You, there's no handheld. You don't shoot on 35 millimeter, right? Like the other ones may have been shot on 35 millimeter, but you know what I'm saying. I mean, but 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 you can as long as you've created a world where this thing no, can exist. You and can't. You no, you can't because it because it no it takes it like I it, in Die Hard Four we talked about the jet. Right and the jumping of the sharks. Oh my god! Yeah, but it's okay, right? Because because at least it's it's still the the same movie franchise. Yeah, this is something totally different. This is like a fucking Transformers movie. It's so weird. It's so weird. Uh, I have you a can't, co- you can't tell what's going on. The script is like what? <sighs> I just can't do it. Uh, a couple of things I want to discuss with you. I, I would like to just like move into. Uh, some questions. I already asked you my first one. Why does he answer his phone? Uh, that seems weird. And then they keep bringing back up the phone. Uh, here's the next question. Jack has to go back to get John. Why does he do that? Why is that a thing that happens? How does he find him? Okay, so he answers his phone because we need to have some kind of a funny moment. Like, Right, so we're making a Die Hard movie. So the director was, you know, read Die Hard for Dummies, and said, in the middle of tense action, we need to have a funny moment. And the funny moment is the conversation with his daughter. The problem is, the way that you shot it, the way that everything has been set up so far, there is no tension. None. So that's why that feels so uncomfortable to you, is because you have a tension breaking moment that comes at a moment with no tension. Yeah. Right. And then I'll tell you, I actually know why Jack went back for John. Because reasons. That's thank you. Because movie. And I was just like, there's no there's no you've actually established that he would do the opposite more clearly. Yeah. He said he would put a bullet in your head. Yeah. Like which was you know? kind of exciting. And, and I want to know I want to know if, if Jack is, 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 is a CIA agent. OK who's been who's been on this mission this very very important political prisoner mission that with someone connected to Chernobyl and the nukes mm-hmm. he's been there for 3 years okay i want to know what he was doing before that caused him and john to have a bad relationship because john mcclain has shown himself to be a father who will spy on his daughter to protect her honor yes and you mean to tell me that he could have done something so bad that his son would have went and joined the CIA without telling him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, it's bizarre. Also, here's another question since we're just asking questions. Why is John McClane there? Well, he's on vacation, which he tells us a hundred times. A hundred times. Only Andrew, he's not on vacation. Yeah. No. He's there to get his son who's been arrested for a attempted assassination that, that somehow a beat cop well, he's not a beat cop, but a detective in the NYPD was able to obtain the file for. So he's reading the file on the plane 
of a Russian political prisoner, essentially, right? That 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 someone from the NYPD was able to obtain. And you mean to tell me that 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 someone at the NYPD obtained this file and the CIA didn't flag it and be CJ, like, dude. I- don't have, get involved with this. I have no idea how John McClane got this information. I have no idea why it's him that's there. I have no idea why he was standing in the street when his son's getaway car drives up. Like, it is so much convenience that oh, he yeah, and he's occur. yelling. He's yelling, Jack, Jack, Jack. And that's how the bad guy with the carrot finds him. Yeah. It's oh, so – it's the so fucking, weird, the carrot. The fucking carrot gets gets eaten 11 times and doesn't change in that scene. It is so yeah. it is so sloppy. It's so sloppy. Now, when he finds out that his son is in the CIA and he goes, oh, spy shit? I was just like... Oh. Yeah, and he starts like mocking him. He calls the other guy Q-tip or uh, – no, no. <laughs> Q-tip. He calls him what is it? Odd job. Odd job. Yeah. Oh right. yeah. Like, uh, like, 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 like. There's something so base about being about working for the CIA. He did everything short of like being like gay. Yeah. Like he wouldn't. Like, have, but he he wouldn't have done that. Like John McClane. He has a he has a spotty relationship with the FBI. Clearly. Yeah. But sure. but he still worked with them. Like, like he's, he, and, he's and, not going to mock them. No. And. and 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 John McClane, who's been involved in saving the nation, he without his son is a CIA agent. Going to be proud. John McClane, who is actually in Russia trying to repair the relationship with his son, mocks him for his profession. Yeah, op- openly makes in front of no, his boss makes no sense. Like I don't know, you're going to be into some spy shit. I was like, I'm so confused. I'm so confused, and the confusion just continues. Now, 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 something positive. The escape from the safe house was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a pretty good sequence. You know, and, and he got to use the gadgets. He got to use the thing where he blew the doorway out of the wall. I thought that was fun. But, like, yeah. the, the sequences continue to get more and more bonkers as the movie sort of wears on. Um, uh, they may, try to make such a big deal of John McClane sensing that the daughter is involved or sensing that there's a double cross happening when it is quite obvious that that's yeah, going wh- to happen. Why would you, why would you think that? Because she's beautiful. Have you watched one too many spy movies, John McClane? Come on. Yeah, and, Get out and, of my face. And Jai Courtney, there was no data to suggest this was a possibility. Like nothing. He's the worst government op ever. He literally says, yeah. I'm out of moves. I'm out of moves. Yeah, I'm a, I'm an expendable asset. You definitely are. Yeah, absolutely. You're a terrible you agent. Surely, you You're surely a terrible are. agent. You blew the mission because you had to look your father in the eye for five minutes. You missed your target. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It's so so strange. Uh, also, there's some weird shots. So when they're talking about the bad guy that's with the politicians. And he's literally walking down the street in the center with 500 politicians behind him. What's what, happening? Where are they going? What well, they're that? going to re- they're going to rehearse the dance break. What is that shot? It was a musical theater shot. 
it, it was, uh, yeah, I, I don't even know. I mean, this, I feel like this film director, John Moore. Okay. I feel like he watched a bunch of movies and just wanted to like, he knows what a shot should look like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he just, just made a bunch of them. Like there's, Oh, when they open the, the trunk, mm-hmm. right? Like that's straight out of reservoir dogs. The, the, the carrot man dancing is also reservoir dogs. Yeah. You know, and it, he just like stuffs these things in there. I mean, this is the, this is the director who brought us Max Payne. Yeah. Also, thank goodness that that car with guns and money was in it. Like, oh yeah, because the Chessians have to leave their guns and money in their car. Yeah, so that's like, what that's what true criminals do. Yeah, because they're going to go to this club. Oh my god, I was just like, all right, we need to talk about some more awkward scenes. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. This father son end of the road moment right before they go into their final sequence was possibly the most painful when he's like not looking he's like i i love you and like i was like I, now is now is now is not the time for this or you look him in the eye yeah and oh, it, it would be the time because john mcclain would look him in the eye why is john mcclain so awkward with his son what's happening i just the, yeah. the, the development is so weird and it's kind of sad because I, I i i like jack courtney and i think jack mcclain could actually be a cool Asset to the franchise. Agreed. You know, I, I would especially like it if Jack wasn't uh, a poor man's John McClane. If they kind of let him be something other than like John from Die Hard 1, but they kind of didn't. Right. Exactly. This, this all, this, all of these issues boil down to if it ain't on the page, it ain't on the stage. Yeah. And they just didn't nail it. Uh, Bart said something interesting while we are watching the movie. He's like, it looks like they had beats that they knew would work. And they just said, all right, well, this is when the father and son reconciled before the big final mission. And they just said some words that led them to that. But the, nothing was earned. None of the sincerity was earned. And nope. none of the comedy was earned. There wasn't a single uncomfortable moment in this movie. It was just so like – well, what was uncomfortable was like trying to buy these sequences. No, that's what I mean. There was nothing that – there was no, like when you watch a great movie that has real excellent dramatic tension – Kind of like the first four Die Hard movies. Kind of like the first four Die Hard movies. You know, you you are uncomfortable because you're you, the things are going poorly. Mm-hmm. But no, not there's just this was just a, a, like a like a movie that I sort of watched go by. It was so weird, and and nothing stayed with me except the weirdness. Do you know what I mean? There was nothing, none of the fun. I did experience fun, a sensation of fun. None of the fun stayed with me. Like when I went to bed and woke up, I was just like, the movie was fucking weird. Yeah, it was weird. And it was weird right from the start. Yeah. Um, when they're doing this big final act three montage, right? Why are there two shirtless men out of the blue? There's one who has no shirt on. Uh, that he's one of the criminals, and there's one that uh-huh. is uh, in a massage parlor that is about to get assassinated. And I was like, uh-huh. so like, we're at the point of the movie where we need to see some shirtless, oiled men. Yeah, it's Indiana. I mean, remember the Raiders of the Lost? Was it Raiders of the Lost Ark? The fight yeah. on the plane. I mean, that's that who that's who that first guy was. Yeah, the bald guy. I mean, that's he, I'm telling you, this this guy's John Moore is like he's like archetype. He just example. Yeah. He just he just took stuff and shoved it in. It was just so strange. You know, yeah, and then the old man. man, like the old man with the foldy pecs. I'm like, yeah. your pecs are folding. 
Yeah, it was so and, and strange. It, and it's fine that like old men have folded pecs, but like you've placed them in the center of my eye. Center, the center, and the the camera's I'm not actually. Looking- at anything, I'm looking at the packs. Yeah, and, and the camera is actually like you. You could have like just br- brought the shot a little bit like above. Bring nip, it up, above Bring it. Nip. Up. Like, why did we have to see the below the nip shot? It was such a weird framing. I was like, this isn't. It was so weird, and yeah. I'll be real with you. You know, I love a good shirtless man shot. Sure, I love it. I just, I just thought it was so weird, specifically at the end of the movie. Then we cut back to Jack being clueless, and then he says, "I'm on vacation two more times." He wasn't on vacation. No. He was there to help his son. Also, that's not a vacation. Also, that's Parenting like, is not a vacation. That's like Although the equivalent of – a lot of parents of, these days seem to treat it as such. Oh, you said it. There's my social message for the day. Well, listen. We have to get one in. Um, I, it's just like – it was the equivalent of like I'm not even supposed to be here today or like – they were really trying to make it a tagline. Again – Great. Thank you for bringing up another movie quote that is so famous that this, this, I'm telling you, this director was like, what if he was like Dante? Yeah. I'm not even supposed to be here today. It's, 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 it's an archetype example. It's just something people recognize. Like, no dude, make a fucking diehard movie. Yeah. Did you have a problem with how Jack just kind of like assassinates the villain at the end? Well, he assassinates, he tries to assassinate the villain at the beginning. Whoever Anton is, whoever the fuck Anton is, the dude he like shot in the club. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot. Who's Anton? Wait, that co- that was completely unrelated. Was that just to get him arrested? That was to get him arrested and into the courtroom. There was Andrew, no I'm surprised. Arrested? However many minutes we are into this episode, what's the plan? What's the well? And I've been looking for an organic way to bring it in, but CJ, the whole movie is what's the plan? Komarov. What's your plan? There's no plan. It's so bizarre. And then, okay, so wait, 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 wait. And then my thing is this, when he's like, yeah, he's involved in Chernobyl. I was like, of all of the things, Chernobyl. Chernobyl. We're going to bring that up. When does this movie take place? When does this happen? I'm so confused. Chernobyl is one time period. He's been in jail for five years. So like we were all good for a little while. Like what's... No, Chernobyl, if I'm not mistaken, took place in the 80s. Yeah. So, right? Chernobyl in the 80s. So he's only been in prison for five years. I, it, who who fucking oh, knows? Yeah. Wh- when does this take place? Who knows? And like like there's the news in the beginning. You know you know what's great about Die Hard 2, mm. right, is like, is like news broadcast as exposition. Yeah. Yeah. And they do right? it really effectively and efficiently. They do it really well. Yeah, yeah. And you know what's going on. You know who everyone is, right? Even yeah. though you can't take your eyes off of Colonel Taylor. But but this thing, it's like, and today there's going to be, tomorrow there's going to be a trial of a Russian political prisoner who may be in prison, look, prison of this man. And you're like, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. What's yeah. happening? And then, and then Jack McClane says, hey, Anton, Barlamov says, time out. Like, I only know... I only know who you are because someone told me yeah. that you're that you're in this movie. Like I don't know who you are yet, and now you're shooting someone. And who the fuck is Anton? It made no sense, and we don't pick that thread back up. I completely nope. forgot about it. Nope. Uh, and that final sequence is too ridiculous to hold up. It's too right. much. It's Dude, too- I'm going back. I'm going back again with the CIA, and they're like they're moving on Barlamov. 
who do we have on the ground? And the next shot you see is of the of the daughter riding a motorcycle. Yeah. So you think that she's the one on the ground. Yeah. Uh, the whole opening is a mess. The the middle is a is a is just a uh, an unrealistic mess. Right? And then the end, I mean, are we at the end? I, I just guess. I just want to I I, I, I Kaye motherfucker almost works like it almost works right because it's kind of fun but why is there a, why is there a truck in the helicopter i don't know i don't know and then he tries to and then the yippie kaye motherfucker is like made worse by the shit we do for our kids i know that that was the very next thing out of my mouth it's, it's horrible it's like it's like no dude Yippie Kaye motherfucker was when Hans Gruber called you. Oh, and then we throw this guy off a building. Okay, so now you're talking about Jack McClane assassinating the bad guy. Yes. So he throws him off the building. They obviously copy the shot from Die Hard One. Or oh, they tried to. And then he gets. <laughs> and then his daughter is still trying to pilot the helicopter. She's like, oh, oh. And then the blades completely chop him up. Yeah, and, disintegrate and him. Disintegrate, they disintegrate him. him. And then she finally go, goes down. She's struggling with a helicopter way too long. She should have crashed. John McClane should be dead. John McClane hanging on at, for his dear life. Oh, yeah. And also when he gets thrown through the window from like 100 yards away from the building. Oh, yeah. Thrown through the window conveniently. And, and Jack is, is there shortly after. Yeah. Because movie. Yep. And, and, they, movie. and they do that whole weird thing where they like jump through and you see them fall and they fall into a pool and like they, they fall into a pool that's been sitting in Chernobyl for how many decades that there has to be some kind of nuclear something in that water. Why is that pool full? Why is that pool full? Why is there a pool? At the fucking weapons factory. This Nuclear movie, power plant. Like, what is happening? This movie makes no sense. And then we get this bullshit dialogue right after it. That is some of the worst dialogue I've ever heard. And I think I'm in the clear. I'm in the clear. And then they give us the reunion with Lucy. Why? What did she fly over? Where is what, she? Where did where they are fly they? to? Where are they? They're not going to get debriefed. Like, I'm, I'm sure there's a million government meetings they have to have before they just let Lucy on the tarmac to see them. Yeah. Also, I just want to say, John McClane does not have hand-to-hand combat with anyone in this movie. He doesn't. There's not a single battle. He knocks out the carrot guy. Yeah. Right. And oh, the helicopter was like four blocks away. Yeah. They're looking out the window. The helicopter. Um, it doesn't. Nothing that happens makes sense. And everything that happens is achieved by people that don't do things people do. Yes. Also, there's eight villains and none of them are any good. And how are these plots connected? Let's go. Wait, let's let's wait. wait let, let's try. Let's try to sort this out. I believe in us. I believe in us. We've broken down enough movies, and this is the final. We are at Taco Tuesday. 
of Die Hard and we can do this. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. 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 So okay. Jack McClane, deep cover. Yeah. Trying to get this file, right? Right. The because file that will prove that the uh, defense minister of Russia, whose name is Chagarin, was siphoning off weapons grade uranium at Chernobyl, which caused the meltdown. Of yes. that reactor. Yes. So he has this with, file with with Komarov. They were in yeah. it together. They but, were in it but, together. But Komarov went to prison five years ago for for something. For something. And 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 it's alluded to the fact that it's because the politician betrayed him. Somehow, it's a it, there's, yeah. They think that it's a political. He they think that Shagarin arresting Komarov was a political move to get to like move up in the government because the government maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Now I'm speculating. We're already in a speculation. Yeah. Maybe had something to do with Chernobyl. Maybe. We don't know why he's in prison. We, we don't know. But but he makes it clear that he owns everyone in the courtroom. Right. All those people are mine. Except so in Act 3 when he gets assassinated quite easily. By and, a masseuse. I, by a masseuse. I digress. So, all right. So he's put him in jail. So Jack McClane assassinates somebody. Anton assassinates Anton to be put in jail. It makes me think of West Side Story. Anton, 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 <laughs> Anton. <laughs> Teodoro, Anton. Anton. <laughs> <laughs> You're terrible. Um, all right, okay, wait, okay. So Yippee so, Kaye, Anton. Anton. <laughs> so he gets assassinated. And and no. And, no, he assassinates somebody, and Jack yeah. decides to cut a deal, and he says, "I'll testify against him." Right? Just get me into the courtroom with Just him. Get me into the courtroom. Yeah. So they get him into the courtroom. Now the CIA has planted these explosives. On no. The, no. 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 Carrot Man. Carrot Man. Chagarin. Planted the explosives. Planted the explosives to disrupt the trial to kill. Varlamov. Komarov. Komarov. Vomarov is uh, the New York Islanders' new goaltender. Got it. So okay, all right. I'm I'm tracking this. So, but Jack McLean is there, so he decides to rescue him and bring him yeah. to an extraction point. Yeah, right? not knowing, not not knowing that those bombs were going to go off and get him out of there. But there is a already predetermined extraction point that he's late for. Right. Because movie. Right. He's late because of what happens next but how was he going to get him out of there there was no plan there was no plan there was no plan but even though there was no plan now somewhere in new york a man has given john mcclain a file saying we found your son your estranged son and he's He's, a russian prisoner of political intrigue something yes he's been arrested in russia for Murder. So John McClane takes his vacation days, goes to who knows what. Moscow, but actually. But but I mean, what, for what purpose? It's unclear. Oh yeah. Is he going to break him out of jail? Well, he's got that, he's got that note, that, that paper in the beginning where for some reason there's like a fucking smiley face and like a coffee ring stain. And it's like, the name of the courthouse and. Jack question mark. It's like, is it, is it really Jack or not? We'll find out. It's almost as though there was a draft of the script where this, he was put on assignment and then someone is like, no one sends a New York city beat cop to 
engage in international espionage. Like, it's almost as though there was an abandoned subplot that got him because there's no reason for him to go to Moscow with all of this information. But yeah, he gets there. And yeah, there's probably 17, 17 piles of script in the garbage for this one. So he happens to be standing in the street on the exact street where Jack has stolen this van. Yeah, well, it is near the courthouse because he was going there. Yeah, but it's in the right place. I mean, Moscow's big. Well, no, he did tell the cab driver to go there. Well, I know, but I mean like – the courthouse. The courthouse. The walls got blowed out. There's only one – they're on that same road outside of the courthouse. Oh, right. That's what you're saying. Yeah. They're on the same road. They're right there. Near the parking garage where he stashed the van. Yeah, yeah. That's just the very convenient moment. Yeah. Super convenient. And then the rest of the movie ensues – And his daughter because of that. and his daughter is a double agent. He's like, I got I can't go without my daughter. Nobody knew he had this daughter. Yeah, it wasn't planned for. Also, a three-year CIA operation with a very important political prisoner who has dealings with someone who's supposedly going to start a nuclear war, and there are two agents there. Yeah, just the two guys. Guys, this is this screen. This screenplay is a pile of garbage. The safe house has no security. Safe house has no None. security. None, but it's wired to blow an entire building up. Yeah. Because that yeah. – yeah. that Yeah, nothing makes sense. No. Nothing makes sense. And then I, I think once we're in that plot, that's kind of what it is, right? Oh, but then, yeah. but then there's the whole thing about there was no file. No, there was no file. The whole plan was to get back to Chernobyl to get the uranium because they could sell it for billions of dollars. I don't even know how Chernobyl factors into this about as much as Anton does. Well, also, too, like Carrot Man is the only one who's not in on the joke. Yeah, the only one. He's the only one that that doesn't realize that everybody's working for Komarov. How did that – And if he was the only one that – you know, that that was the only one that wasn't working for Komarov, why did they even bring him into the vault? Why didn't they just pop him outside? Nothing makes sense. Nothing, Nothing makes, makes sense. sense. It's a movie Doesn't of things that don't make sense done by people that don't do things that people do. I said it again. That's – Yeah, and none of them had ever seen a Die Hard movie. No. No, which is shocking because there was one person there that was in four of them. Right. Right. I don't even understand. I don't understand, but I'm livid and I think we need to take a break. Like my spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, CJ, I love that we have such a litany of episodes to share with our listeners. Litany. That's a great word, Andrew. I'm glad that you said that word because it makes me think of the litany of social media options that exist in the world today. Oh, look at you riffing off of me. That's fantastic. Uh, I feel like we have a wholly underutilized Instagram and Twitter that we should be engaging with our listeners on. I would like to Instagram and Twitter with our listeners. So this is going to be the at icon or Ycon on Twitter at icon or Ycon on Instagram and coming soon icon or Ycon the YouTube channel. So please folks comment, subscribe, let us know what we're doing. Well, it can't be that much to write. Let us know what we're doing poorly and it'll make you feel like you can practice your grammar. Oh, I love that. I love that. And punctuation. 
Absolutely, because there's going to be a lot of sentences when it comes to giving us notes. But seriously, folks, we want to hear from you. Don't be shy. Get involved. Engage. And we'll keep bringing you the best of the film universes that there are. I love that. Back to the show. And we're back. We're back, folks. My, I fear my spirit is still broken by this movie, though. No, listen, I think I know what can rehabilitate your spirit. Okay. Answering some ephemeral questions. <gasps> ephemeral questions with Andrew and CJ about a bad movie. Hey, what do we have to live for? <laughs> that was the saddest ephemeral question song I've ever heard. But I hope that my charming inquiry will bring you back to life like Tinkerbell at the end of Peter Pan. Okay. Okay. I believe. I hope you do. <laughs> I did there with the Tinkerbell. I did. I did. I did. And I really liked it. I really responded well to it. Um, right. What worked about this movie for you? That it ended. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's got a nice quick running time. It is short. Um, you know, honestly, man, (laughs) Bruce Willis is a cool guy and he's a great actor. And even though he's playing a character that I don't recognize, uh, he still does a great job. Can you try it again, but don't phrase it as a question. Like, I I know it's bad though. This movie fucking sucks, CJ. It's really really bad. It's really difficult. I, I would like to ask a question to your question. Please. Could it be that only because it's a diehard movie that it's so bad that we hate it? I mean, I didn't hate it. I, I didn't hate it, Andrew. Like, I, it wasn't something where I got to the end of it and I said, oh my God, that was the worst piece of shit since The Last Jedi. <laughs> but it was only a matter of time. I like it. All right, I, I, I'm going to answer your question because let's let's take a look at this. Okay. Uh, we've already said how it's not really much of a diehard movie. So uh, what makes it a diehard movie is that you have John McClane, Jack McClane, and Die Hard in the title. So if you take away Bruce Willis's John McClane and you make Jai Courtney literally anybody else, let's say he's Jeremy Renner. And that you swap in Tom Cruise because they do really try to do a Mission Impossible moment with this movie hard. Um, sure. It sure. still sucks. It kind of sucks. It sucks. It's bad. It's poorly put together. Yeah. It's it's incoherent. The narrative is incoherent. incoherent. What the hell is happening with the plot? Yeah, I think I think just because I love Bruce Willis, it's mm-hmm. honestly, it's honestly the only thing that worked for me. Okay. Did anything work for you? Jean Courtney. I just okay. – I, I, I really enjoy him and uh, and he kind of gets like – this is not my special award. But if I was giving the special award to an actor, he kind of gets the Jeremy Renner award and like they kind of keep giving him <laughs> lame roles in already established franchises hoping that they can like spin him off in them. And like honestly, if you hung a Die Hard movie on Jai Courtney's shoulders, it would be great. He's fantastic. Sure. And he does really, really great stuff with what he's handed here. It's just that what he's handed here doesn't really amount to anything. But what worked about this movie was his inclusion. I thought it was smart to make him uh, John McClane's son. I thought that was good casting. And I thought he did a good job. 
He the did a good job, and I, I believe, good. I believe that he was John McClane's son. He's a good actor. He's really good, and he's really yeah. easy to watch on screen in an action movie. No question. No question. Yeah, that's that's the thing that worked for me. So you love Bruce Willis, I love Jai Courtney, but we agree yeah. that neither of them really had any material that was worthy of what they bring to the table. God no. Yeah. Not even remotely. I mean, and even in their scenes, they both had like a lot of like sort of like scenes, you know what I mean when I say it like mm-hmm. that? Like mm-hmm. they had some scene work to do. Yeah. Uh, and the dialogue wasn't good, but they really polished it as best they could. I they almost did, felt things. They did their almost. best job. The the, the yeah. words, the, but the words didn't get me there. No, you know you not can't at all. put it all on the actor. You have to give them the words. If it ain't on the page, it ain't on the stage. I've said you, this sir. twice now. I'm on vacation. <laughs> what didn't work about this movie? Oh, I know. I know. It's so long. I I think just that that there was no heart. Mm, that's, a, that's a good observation. You know the the reason that the reason that you can buy things in a Die Hard movie like like a fucking car being used as a projectile yeah. out of a out of a tunnel into a helicopter is because like you care about John McClane and Matthew Farrell. You know, yeah. there's 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 substance to the characters. They spend time building the characters up and so then when these crazy things happen you know you're you 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 forget that this crazy unbelievable unreal thing is happening because you care about the plight of the character truth unfortunately in this thing the way that they start it it's like the first time that i see jack mcclain he's shooting someone in a club yeah so strange i and who i is it Anton? I, I can't. I can't care at that point, right? So when all this crazy shit just starts to unfurl, it's like I. I don't care at this. You know, like I'm ready to order pizza. I. I'm done. I'm out emotionally. I'm out. So there's yeah. no heart, you know, and it doesn't. It doesn't justify all the nonsensical shit that happens, and the CGI is terrible. It's bad. And this guy actually had the nerve to say in an interview that he wanted, you know, to do a lot of practical shots because he wanted it to feel real. Uh, the car stuff seemed practical. It was practical, but it was practically unbelievable. <laughs> you know, the bridge that he's driving off, there's like a fucking row of car trucks, car trailers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just knows that it's going to work for him. Yeah, and then like he he drives over like we said he drives over all these cars with people in them. Yeah, so weird. You know, it's my son. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, what didn't work for you? Well, um, apart from the last twenty minutes being garbage and the plot being simultaneously thin and overcomplicated, uh, apart from that, the title is horrible. A good day to die hard. That made it to theaters. A good day to die hard. A good day to a die good hard. Day to die hard. That yeah. sounds like a shitty porn. It does a little bit. Yeah, and and what like, like what is the, what is the tie-in? To the title, I mean, Die yeah. Hard. I get it. Die Harder. It's the sequel. I get it. Die Hard with a Vengeance. A Gruber. I get it. Live Free or Die Hard. It's a political statement. I get it. 
a good day to die hard. A good day. I, I, is Ice Cube showing up? Like today what? looks like I a good day it. to die hard. Like, yeah, we were we were so dangerously close to somebody actually trying to fire off that line in this movie. If like with the I'm not yeah. a vacations, like I feel like the taste level of that production team was like, what if he's like today is a good day to die hard? Like, yeah, you know yeah. somebody right. workshop that. You're right. No question. That yeah. is sitting on the floor of some writer's room in Hollywood. How did you watch this assembly cut and be like, perfect? Like – Paycheck. Paycheck, man. This is a paycheck oh. moment. I think I know the answer it, it, to this. It just makes me want Die Hard 6 that much better so that we can, we can send them off the right way because this was not it. it wasn't. And it's that shit at the end. This bad stuff just happened to find you. That was – that dialogue, Ugh. you know, I keep asking myself the same thing. Shut the Sad. fuck up. It was so Sad. painful. It was painful. You know what else is funny? Like uh, me and Bart had a bit of a double feature and we watched that and New Mutants and also Unintelligible. Yeah. So, like I, I was there. like I, halfway through New Mutants. I was like, am I going to be disappointed twice tonight? Yeah, I'm not going to go there. Horrifying. Like, yeah. Uh, I think I know the answer to this. But... Actually, it's funny you mentioned that. I actually uh, started Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for a palate cleanse after, oh, okay. I, after this movie. Yeah. We, we have turned into each other. <laughs> like we both, went to, <laughs> we both went to superheroes for salvation. Um, yeah. Does this movie make your desert on top five? It's the third time I've tried to ask you this, CJ. Uh, no, it doesn't. I'm going to bring this onto the desert island, though, just so I can bury it. <laughs> Because my God, as my friend Luke Skywalker once said, what a piece of junk. Well done, you. Yeah. Good. Good Christ. Yeah, it's bad. It's not. It's not a Desert Island top five at all. No, no. This movie does not make my Desert Island top five. And uh, I, I find myself wishing that... Lawrence Fishburne would descend upon me as Morpheus and offer me the pill that would make me forget that I live in a world where this movie was created. Yeah. Yeah. In a world where this movie exists, no wonder dot, 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 fill in the blank. Yeah. It's like that Jack Ryan sequel. Did you see that? I haven't seen a single Jack Ryan film. First one's cute. Second one's like, I don't same, same, same situation. At the end of the movie, they open up the missiles and there's coke in them. And I was like, missiles? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert, but I don't care. Are yeah, you talking about the Harrison Ford Jack Ryan or the Matt Damon Jack Ryan? Or the J- John Krakowski Jack Ryan? Because there's know, so many Jack Ryans out there, aren't there? Yeah, and you know what I'm actually talking about is Jack Reacher. <laughs> <laughs> it was that That's forgettable. Why here, That's why I'm here. <laughs> it was that forgettable for me. Ah, uh, all right. I have a bonus end of franchise question for you. Okay. And this is the triple F. Triple F. Triple F, your favorite franchise fit. I don't understand the question. I want to know. Uh-huh. Your favorite event from across this entire franchise. Oh, you said event. I said fit. I oh, was okay, going yeah. for the triple F. 
but you've turned FET into an event? Yeah, like a party. Okay. I'm here. I may. I'm, I'm, I'm open. My favorite event <laughs> of the diehard franchises. Mm-hmm. Huh. I got to say that my favorite event is still the fire hose. Still the fire hose. Still the fire hose. It's really good. And, and you know why it's so fucking good, Andrew? Because it's impossible. That would never happen in real life. But because everything that's happened up until that moment has been completely earned when the man cascades off the side of a building into the office by via fire hose that's you know screwed in to the top, you go I am for fucking one hundred percent on board. You go for it. Absolutely. Yep. It's so good. Yep. It's ridiculous. Yep, that, is, that is my uh, favorite franchise fet. And it's Boba, not Django. It's not Django. Thank you for the extra fet. You're welcome. <laughs> Give you as many fets as you can take. That's good. Uh, yeah, I would like to know your. F- 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 <laughs> All right, uh, it's a tie. It's a. I don't know. It could be a tie. It's 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 a tie. I'm stuck somewhere between gift wrap, gun to the back. Holly, because it's. That's a beautiful sequence, and it's one of the most so understated good. moments. But it is so good, and the way they yep. film him, he looks so good, and he just looks oh, like yeah. such a superhero in that moment. Uh, that and uh, jugs in the park, man. Jugs in the oh. park with Samuel L. Four gallons of water in the five gallon jug. I don't know why that's that stays with me, but it's so satisfying. And so it's funny that my two favorite moments from the franchise are like not your big like epic moments. It's like where they succeed in the small humorous smart moments and i think that's what's missing from this movie this movie has a lot of big and it's got a lot of complication but this doesn't have the small humorous fun like i said there's no heart there's no heart yeah that makes die hard die hard they give us i'm not even supposed to be here today yeah terrible yeah and 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 a switcheroo that i don't care about that i saw coming a half hour ago it's an aha moment that I just Hardly. Couldn't, couldn't couldn't care less. Is this an R-rated movie for ten year olds? Like I was just like I don't. Yeah, there's not a lot of fucks. No, there's not a lot of gore. No, there's not a lot. There's not a lot of anything. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what is your special award, CJ? I'm gonna give my special award to the um, director, John Moore. Mm. of a good day to die hard and it's called the um just because you steal it doesn't make your robin hood son (laughs) all those moments all those shots all those references borrowed from better movies borrowed from better movies you know and like i said robin hood he stole from the rich and gave to the poor and this guy stole from the rich and his name is John Moore. That sir. Cheers. Cheers. Was some of your finest work. And I'm so thrilled that that got captured. Thank you. Thank you. That's a tough act to follow. It is to say that about yourself, but CJ LaRoche does. (laughs) What's your special award? My special award is the Hero to Zero Award. 
Oh, yes. And I give it to this movie for making the bold choice of your MacGuffin is John McClane screwing everything up. John McClane, who so traditionally is in the wrong place at the wrong time, actually was this time in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yep. And granted, he benefited no one. Benefited no one. Uh, He he becomes embroiled in saving a family member once again, but this time he has created the problem. Yep. Yep. Whereas Nakatomi Plaza, not his fault. Plane running out of gas, not his fault. Daughter getting trapped in an elevator when someone does a fire sale. Not his fault. Saving anybody in Dire with a Vengeance, but I skipped it. He was saving well, the, NYP, the NYPD getting totally fucking, you know, frazzled and, and, and befuddled. Not his fault. Not his fault. Not his fault. Yeah. Yeah. But this one. Yep. Yeah. Because he was standing on the wrong street in Moscow. Yeah. 100% his fault. That's horrible. And when your son pulls a gun on you and to get back in the van, like, let him go. He's got bigger fish to fry, obviously. Yeah, no, no, no. He he assaulted a civilian, stole his car, and followed his son. This movie makes no sense. No sense. No sense whatsoever. Uh, nope. You know, but but they made a zero out of my hero John McClane, and they that sure deserves did. an award because he sure sucks did. in this movie. Well, he doesn't suck, but well, the character sucks. The character sucks. Yeah, the yeah, character. The sucks, character for sure. Hardcore sucks. Yeah. I just can't. <sighs> I just can't. We're at the end of the road, sir. Is this film an icon or a Y-con? <laughs> I know, I know. You can't see you can't see the face he's giving me, and I wish you could. <laughs> he's like, "What the fuck did you just ask me?" <laughs> like, it's a Y-con. Yeah, it's absolutely yeah. It's it's, and I th- I feel like we spent fifty five plus minutes describing that. I don't need to explain myself any further. I have no idea why this movie exists. It hurts my heart. It makes me feel like when Adam Sandler did that long answer at the end of Billy Madison about the puppy. <laughs> like It's like, I award you no points and may God have mercy on your soul. Like, that's what I feel like when I saw this movie. I was like, I just. Everyone in this room is now dumber. Yeah. For having seen this. (laughs) It's such a good – I've referenced seven movies in trying to digest this movie with you, CJ, because I can't understand. I don't understand how it goes this awry. Yeah. Well, the director referenced 107 movies in trying to make this movie, and that's why it probably went awry because he didn't have an original idea to save his life. Even like getting chopped up with the helicopter, like that's fucking Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah. You know, it was not chopped chopped up with wire, but still, it's like, dude, we've seen that already. Stop. I just put some juice Ugh. into the coherency of the plot. There, I mean, there was too much plot. There was too much plot. There was so much plot, there was none. Yeah. It's like when you get one of those salads, you know, like a just salad, and you keep adding ingredients because everything looks interesting, and then you get a salad that's like nothing. No, stop. You, you stop, need stop chicken, five, yeah. cucumbers, tomatoes, feta. You want a black olive? Fine. Okay. Yeah, but that's it. You're that's cut it. off. That's it. That's it. Get your pumpkin need. seeds and go home. Make sure you brought your own bowl. They give you a dollar discount. It's good for the environment. It is. Thank you for reminding people of that. Someday I'll go to Just Salad again. Just so. <laughs> All right, I gotta go. I can't. I can't talk about this anymore. I want. I'm ready to release this movie. I'm ready to release okay. it. I'm done. Okay. 
we're done. Die Hard is finished. What's next? What movie do I get to watch next? Well, CJ, I feel like we're moving into the DCEU. Wow. Yeah, because okay. if, we, if we play our cards right, okay. we're going to bump right up against the release of Zack Snyder's Justice League. Okay. Um, buckle up, folks, because this is Marvel versus DC. Andrew's a DC guy, tried and true. I'm Marvel, died in the wool. This is going to be something. I'm going to tell you something. I have not seen a single one of these films. I'm going to tell you something. If you thought you'd heard me talk about Superman before, wow. think again. Okay. Think again. I okay. have things to say to you. We're ready. So, we're ready. so uh, I hope that I hope that all 17 of you out there will join us as we continue on into the DC extended universe. And just uh, just so everybody is is aware, that's not District of Columbia. No, it's not. No, that's that's superhero DC comic extended universe. Uh, Andrew, this was fun. This was fun. I'm happy we did this. I'm, you know, I'm kind of sad that we're ending Die Hard on this note. I wish there was a sixth one, but maybe we'll get a new one with Holly. Like we said last time, we're just going to keep churning these episodes out. We're going to keep blowing through all the universes. Coming to America too has made Coming to America a universe. Like fuck you two. We're ready. Uh, for Icon or Wycon, I'm CJ LaRoche. And I'm Andrew David Sotomayor. And we'll see you next time. Hey! hey. hey.